Hello and welcome to Coco Pods, a podcast of the Birth Center for Natural Deliveries Foundation. My name is Dr. Bola Sogadi, and I'm the host of this podcast. As we close out this year, we bring a message of hope from the Birth Center Foundation. Hope for pregnant women, for their families, and all who know and love a woman. There is indeed hope and it is coming. We have recognized the problem and now we're talking about it enough. All over the world, there are several professionals like us at the Birth Center Foundation that are looking critically at maternity care problems and with strong leadership, we are providing solutions, one woman, one baby, one family unit at a time. We are improving on the reasons women are becoming very sick, also known as maternal morbidity, and or dying, also known as maternal mortality, starting here from the state of Georgia in the United States. So far this year, at the Birth Center Foundation, we have worked on three core pillars. First, we believe knowledge is power. Number two, we know access to safe learning spaces and safe birthing places is essential. And lastly, we see that reducing the negative impact of the social determinants of health on all women affected leads to better pregnancy outcomes. At the Birth Center Foundation, we indeed believe knowledge is power. Where and how you get your knowledge matters because the knowledge you get, whether false or truly verified, will be used to make your own individual healthcare decisions, leading to healthcare outcomes you will have to live with for the rest of your life. So, in the year 2021, we created CocoaPods podcast as a follow-up to our previous blog site, OBGYNE Patient News. CocoaPods podcast is the first of its kind where professionals in the field share clinically correct peer-reviewed, that is, there has been evaluation of the scientific, the academic, and the professional work by others working in the same field. And we also share verified information. And CocoaPods is also where we learn from lay people's perspective on the issues at hand. At CocoaPods podcast, every week, we continue to provide new, free, properly researched information about women's health with an added emphasis to maternity health. The cliche, knowledge is power, is a phrase originally attributed to the philosopher Francis Bacon, and the original definition, which has been expanded on by Thomas Jefferson, saying that knowledge also provides safety and happiness, is indeed true. In the business world, the idea that knowledge is power is especially used in negotiations 
but not always for the better. Because knowledge can be a competitive advantage, many are reluctant to share their knowledge with others. In the medical world, at the Birth Center Foundation, we believe that sharing knowledge can create a powerful dynamic that can completely alter a medical outcome for the better. When a healthcare consumer like you, a patient, a woman, when you know the proper health information that has been verified by research and understand the data as such generated, you will have meaningful insights and predictions that can completely alter your decision-making process. This data, this knowledge ensures that decisions are not based on guesswork or on only what a girlfriend told you. Well-informed decision-making enables a woman, her family, even her healthcare provider, it enables all of them to make the right healthcare decisions, identifying that their care and, for instance, their pregnancies are going in the right direction. And they can adapt their long held, possibly not so accurate beliefs as needed on season two of Coco Pod's public podcast. We have talked about issues ranging from what it means to be tired and pregnant in the episode tired and with low energy to what a consumption means for your kidneys and kidney trafficking in the episode drink up. We talked about some medical reasons for which you must never get pregnant in the episode lungs that become more precious than the pregnancy. And we also talked about all you need to know about cesarean sections in the episode That Bikini Cut and its four-part series. We talked about being obese, the good, the bad, and the reasons we all struggle. In the episode, The Fattening Room and Venus of Willendorf. We talked about how to cook healthy in pregnancy as discussed by an actual chef in the episode, Cook Your Food a Different Way in Pregnancy. And we also had some French words insight in the episode, Il Nejema Trotard, where we had an iconic visit from a CDC the United States Centers for Disease Control's director talking about the things the authorities are doing to help the situation. How does this knowledge provide power for our women? Research has shown that adequate prenatal care is an effective way and intervention to improve pregnancy outcomes. Adequate pregnancy care provides an opportunity for counseling and reducing pregnancy-related complications. Prenatal care refers to proper and principled implementation aimed at maintaining a healthy pregnancy in terms of physical health and 
favorable psychological outcomes for the mother, the infant, and the family. The adequacy of prenatal care is an important indicator in predicting infant and maternal mortality. Women who receive inadequate care during pregnancy are more likely to experience problematic situations and dysfunction in themselves and their families. Children born to mothers who do not have prenatal care are three times more likely to have low birth weight and five times more at risk of dying than those whose mothers have received adequate care during pregnancy. Pregnancy and the birth of newborns are among the most important events in the life of every woman and her family. It is an opportunity for hope and happiness, but could also be a time for fear, suffering, or even death. Various factors can affect the quality of prenatal care. As Keeley and his colleagues stated in their study, there's a significant relationship between the adequacy of prenatal care and, for instance, mental health problems. Hope and happiness are among the factors affecting mental health. For instance, people, if they are happy, see the world as a safer place, have a sense of cooperation and help with others and process information in a way that leads to greater happiness. Happiness in pregnancy reduces depression and anxiety and happier women have greater ability to control pain because of their higher self-esteem and sense of personal control. Unhappiness leads to negative experiences and poor quality of pregnancy. Unhappiness reduces the attachment of mother and fetus and the attachment of mother and child by affecting the mother's sense of worth. So a comprehensive prenatal care program includes an integrated approach that includes medical care and psychological support and in optimal conditions begins before pregnancy and continues throughout the prenatal and post-pregnancy period. The ultimate goal of these services is to protect the health of the mother and child. Diagnosis of pregnancy and high-risk cases prevention of these cases, minimization of anxiety and fear associated with childbirth, reduction of morbidity and mortality in children and mothers, education on caring principles, education on nutrition, personal hygiene, and improvement of the environment for the mother are the proprietary components of comprehensive prenatal care program. Paying attention to the importance of pregnant women's health leads to infant health and ultimately community health. Negative peripartum experiences 
lead to irritable and anxious moods, which can lead to adverse reactions to pregnancy and stress. And these adverse outcomes could include uterine, intrauterine growth retardation of the baby, preterm labor, prolonged labor, fetal heart rate decline, low birth weight, increased cesarean section rate, postnatal neurobehavioral problems, and developmental disorders. Women who are unhappy with pregnancy are at risk for depression and risky behaviors such as smoking, drinking alcohol, drug abuse, and experiencing violence during pregnancy and not receiving adequate prenatal care. So prenatal care is one of the most important cares for maternal and fetal health and can prevent many future maternal and newborn problems. Another pillar that the Birth Center Foundation focuses on is having access to safe learning spaces where women are free to be themselves and safe birthing places is essential, especially for minority women. And in keeping with our mantra, education empowers. At the Birth Center Foundation, we created a small groups programs with launch and learn live to the woman programs and services for every knowledge to make pregnancy safe and enjoyable and prepare the woman for life beyond pregnancy. We focus on educating expecting mothers on healthy practices for safe pregnancies and deliveries. In addition to good maternal health, we support all women in their journey to wellness. So for our listeners and our sponsors, you can do your part by sponsoring a class or a group, by sending us an email of your intent, visit our website at birthcenterfoundation.com and send us an email. Your gift provides wellness classes, lactation, breastfeeding classes, educational materials, pregnancy nutrition classes, postpartum support group, postpartum depression awareness group, pregnancy loss and grief group, fertility concerns group, high blood pressure support group, diabetes management group, obesity prevention classes for expecting mothers, breast cancer awareness support group, and domestic violence prevention classes. You our listeners can again do your part by sponsoring a service. We offer services to pregnant women in need at no cost, such as birth doula and postpartum doula services. The last but not the least item we focus on at the Birth Center Foundation is working at reducing the negative impact of the social determinants of health on all women affected as this leads to 
better pregnancy outcomes. According to the National Institute of Health in the United States, awareness is increasing that medical care alone cannot adequately improve health overall or reduce health disparities without addressing where and how people live. A critical mass of relevant knowledge has accumulated, documenting the associations and exploring pathways and biological mechanisms and also providing a previously unavailable scientific foundation for appreciating the role of social factors in health. The current knowledge about health effects of social factors, including economic factors, knowledge gap, and research priorities focus on what we call upstream social determinants, that is, social structural influences on health and health systems, government policies, and the social, physical, economic, and environmental factors that determine health, including economic resources, education, and racial discrimination. These all fundamentally shape what we call the downstream determinants, such as patient behaviors like smoking, poor nutrition, low physical activity, violence, alcohol and substance abuse, and sexual behavior, and even further downstream, such as disease and injury, like communicable diseases, chronic diseases, and intentional and unintentional injury. All of these are targeted by most interventions. We believe research should be measuring these social factors better, monitoring these social factors and health relative to policies, examining the health effects of the social factors across lifetimes and generations, and linking all the knowledge learned together and translating knowledge into action. Here in our local community in Forsyth, Georgia, we are doing a little part. For instance, in our Jeon Food Pantry. So we do have a food pantry called Jeon Food Pantry. We source out low sodium, low fat items, fresh fruits and vegetables and salads for our women in need. And we also give tips on healthy food preparation. Jeon Food Pantry, as a certified agency of the Middle Georgia Community Food Bank, maintains statistics for all our activities. We also have our Mommy Needs Program. And we want to use this opportunity to thank all of you our listeners and our sponsors and our donors, that through your support, you are helping women healthily plan pregnancy, deliver safely, and enjoy the postpartum period and beyond. 
your generous gifts equip us to meet the specific needs of our community. We continue to strive to create initiatives that provide women in our community with the resources to care for their health and the health of their families. In our Mommy Needs program, we give away in-kind items such as pregnancy compression hoisery, like compression leg stockings and lumbar support belts. We give out essential personal body care items and healthcare kits to women, especially within underserved and rural communities and for women that have housing challenges. We give out lactation care items such as double electric breast pumps and manual pumps and milk storage bags. We give out newborn and baby items such as clothes, bibs, and diaper bags. These in-kind donations meet the immediate needs of mothers in our community. Indeed, with your support, together we're helping mothers deliver safely, give birth naturally, and care for and create healthy families. We also organize, sponsor a community outreach initiative. This you can sponsor, and these include our biannual Birth Center Foundation Health Fest, Birth Center Foundation Parties for Our Expecting Women, and the Birth Center Foundation Mother's Day Celebration. So, as we draw to the end of yet another amazing, amazing year, we are grateful to God for the women we have helped, the lives we have touched, and for your hearts of mercy and love, all of you as sponsors and our listeners. Again, this is the host of Cocoa Pods, Dr. Bola Sogade. Please be sure to visit our website at birthcenterfoundation.com. Visit our blog on our website and see our efforts. Thank you for your time and we wish you a happy and prosperous new year. Thank you.